Welcome to the No Picks After Dark podcast. I'm your host, Aaron Dante. We are live and direct from No Picks After Dark Studios, Baltimore's Reader's Choice, number one podcast three, three years in a row. So happy you guys are here hanging out with me. Again, this season is going to be hot like fire, and I told you guys we're going to make this happen. We have an amazing guest today coming on. You know, we had to get us a guest from D.C. I told you guys I was expanding the podcast outside of Baltimore. We're going to come to D.C. And I have this guest that I first noticed her podcast. I was like, this is dope. I really like what she's talking about. I really want to be get her on the show. So I reached out, slid in the DMs. <laughs> and, you know, it worked. I was like, okay, listen, I'm not trying to hit on you. I just want to know your show. So like, okay, yeah, yeah. And the cool was she was really down to earth. And now we got her to Baltimore to sit down on the hot seat and talk. The next voice you hear will be Karen Plummer. Hey. No Picks After Dark well, so is sponsored by Snug Books, an independent bookstore serving Northeast Baltimore and beyond. In addition to featuring new books for all ages, the store also carries cards, stationery, gifts, games, and more. Visit snugbooks.com to shop online, learn more about the store, read our latest newsletter, and find a calendar of events or come browse the store in person. Snug Books is located at 4717 Harford Road, next to Zeke's Coffee in Hamilton, Laurelville. There is free parking behind the store and open hours are Tuesday through Sunday, 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. The No Picks After Dark podcast is fueled by Zeke's Coffee. Have you tried their coffee yet? I'm telling you, there's something different about it. Maybe it's because they roast their beans in a fluid coffee roaster, which provides the most accurate roasting temperatures and made with love. You will just have to check it out for yourself and try their delicious food while you're at it. Open now for curbside service, online ordering, carry out, and they also do wholesale. Visit Zeke's Coffee at 4719 Hartford Road. Open Monday through Friday, 7 a.m. to 6 p.m. And Sunday, 8 to 5 p.m. Kitchen closes at 3 p.m. Or visit Zeke'sCoffee.com and you too can be fueled by Zeke's. Folks, we are back. Uh, you know, I gave you that introduction. Miss Karen Plummer's doing some amazing things. How are you doing today? I'm good. I'm good. Thank you so much for the hype. Hey, hey, <laughs> we got to get DC's best in here. Why not? Why not bring you in here? I'll take it. Okay. I'll we, take it. You got to be. So what's going on? Tell us, like, you know, you're from DC. Mm-hmm. You know, you have a great podcast. You, you're doing so many amazing things. I watch your Instagram, and some days I'm like, yo, like, I guess only 24 <laughs> hours in a day. She makes it really happen. So... Let's talk a little bit about you. Yeah. This is your show, I'll tell people. Yeah. Okay, great. Well, thanks so much for having me. And thank you for having me in Baltimore. I love this city. I love popping over here every time I have the opportunity to do so. Um, I mean, what am I? Who am I? I am a DC native, which is so far and in between when you start talking to people in DC. Um, born in DC, lived in a little bit of Maryland for a while, so happy to be back. Um, lived in Northern Virginia for a hot second, so truly a DMV person. Uh, you mentioned I have a podcast, which has um, brought me a lot of peace and happiness and purpose in life. Um, on top of that, I am an avid fitness person, which is where the, where does time go and how do I have so much time in the day? I also sell technology software, um, and I am really hyper focused on building community constantly. So I am really busy. 
but I am really grounded in the things that I'm doing and I feel very much like this is my purpose in life and God has given me a sweet blessing of being able to connect with people um, and see good in people and see opportunities to um, share connection with people and that is what I am doing. And the name of the podcast? Oh, uh, yes. The name of the podcast is Driven By Blank. Um, this was like a, a kind of a thing that came to me in a conversation with a friend of mine, and we were just talking about things that drive people, things that kind of inspire passion and purpose in people's lives, and we landed on that, and it's been great. Uh, and we've been doing this, or I've been doing this rather since February, so it's been a really, really wonderful blessing to be able to like meet so many incredible people and hear them share their stories about how they've come into levels of entrepreneurship or taking risks and bets on themselves. And now that's not shortchange yourself. You were on another podcast all before that too. <laughs> yes, I was. Um, I started a podcast with a friend of mine, a very good friend of mine in the DC food and beverage uh, community, uh, Frank Mills great guy. Um, we started a podcast where we were having really like down to earth conversation. At least we thought it was down to earth, somewhat outlandish at times conversations with people about, uh, their sexual interests and desires and, um, trying to ultimately debunk stigmas associated with it. I think a lot of people started podcasts during the pandemic. We'll go ahead and give it that. We did the same thing. Um, but what we've ended up having, uh, you know, come out of that is a lot of folks being really like forward and saying, Hey, more conversations like this need to happen. So thank you for giving us space to do that. Um, thank you for creating a space of like non-judgment. And it was a really fun time. And I think it kind of gave me this itch to continue to creatively produce, um, which is ultimately why I ended up on my podcast doing my own thing. I will tell you that podcast is a good podcast. Thank you. Um, the reason why I say that is because there's so many things that I wish I could say <laughs> that Frank was saying that I was like, yo, he hitting on the head. Like he he's saying some real stuff that like I'm like, damn, I wish my podcast could talk about some of that stuff. But I will be on a Patreon. But not on this though. <laughs> but uh he was real and I, I liked his he was some people might have thought like I I can see people saying maybe a little outlandish, but it was some real talk. Like I was like, yeah, yeah he he that's he reminded me of my friends, like I will say this, the one thing that um, I love the most about that show and continue to love about that show, and we'll come back to it, I think he and I both have an itch to come back to it at some time, we'll maybe have to restructure it a little bit, is that you get two very different perspectives when you talk to us. I mean, looking at us, just flat out looking at us, you have a very big, like, muscular, obviously very, um, what's the right word, I don't want to say... He's just like somebody that does not care, right? right. Um, black man. And then you have me, this little white girl. Like, we, people are going to look at us and make assumptions already about what we might be into sexually. Right. Um, what we might be into in general, like, and what we do in our daily, like, lives. And I think that was one of the best things about that show is that we were coming in with people making preconceived notions about who we were already just by the way we looked. I mean, we got so many weird DMs at the beginning of that show. <laughs> I don't even need to get into it. Um, and they were so, like, racially charged. But it kind of created this level of like, all right, now listen, like you're curious uh, now, now listen. And when you listen, yes, you are kind of getting that. I mean, he's definitely has a big personality and I'm kind of always trying to keep the space of grounded energy, but we come together and create something really, really special. So again, we'll come back to it at some point, hopefully, because it was a cool show. I had to give you your flowers. You know, when you say Thank one, you, you got to give two. You got, <laughs> you are a vet. I'm going to call you a vet of the podcast. Just Thank don't shortchange you. yourself. And Thank say February. You. You've done so. <laughs> That's okay. You've yeah, done the I've work. Been doing this. Yeah, You've done the you. work. That's what's well. So, you know, you say you're a DMV native, okay? Yes. Um, growing up, like, what did you aspire to be? Like, 
Like, like you're like, I'm going to college. What did you aspire to be like? Yeah. I mean, I think I've always wanted to do something that had some level of uh, audience. Um, when I was younger, I used to definitely make the fam pull up, like get out a fake mic, you know, do the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I've always found a lot of, uh, attachment to like sports, even though I'm five foot four and literally <laughs> the littlest thing. Um, so that for a long time, I did want to be a, like a, a news anchor or journalist. Um, I wanted to be a Broadway performer. So like, there's always been this desire to have an opportunity to put myself in front of other people. Um, <clears throat> which is ultimately what led me into the fa- like path of communications, um, which is such an, again, broad uh thing to major in which i'm sure you can attach to but it's it's a very broad thing um and so yeah i I think i'm i'm fulfilling that in some capacity now but it has taken a little while to get to where i am so i'll ask every guest this question what is your favorite childhood memory growing up yeah um so my favorite childhood memory growing up is going to be just like hanging out with my dad like just kicking it with my dad, either throwing around the baseball in the front yard or, um, you know, spending time, you know, just like driving around in the car with him, um, just talking to him about sports. Um, my dad actually passed in December of this last year, so try not to get emotional about it, but, um, yeah, he's just been my hero for forever. So, ah, yeah. Um, any memory that has him in it obviously is attaching a little bit more emotionally to me now. I get it. I get it. (laughs) No, listen, listen, my dad passed away in April so yeah I definitely dads um, are special they are you know when um Superman passes away who's going to take that torch yeah so you always have to reflect and understand like I was told you're a part of a club that nobody really wants to be a part of yeah it's a it's a a different thing so um thank you for sharing that you didn't have to but thank you for sharing it (laughs) sharing it with us really appreciate that No, and it's true. I think um, one thing I'll say, and we can move forward from this conversation, but it's been really interesting um, having lost a parent to have so many people come forward and share that they have also that you never knew, and you do become a, like almost part of a little club. So, yeah. and amazing support system as well. But we can move past that. We'll move past it. Yeah. But folks, what we'll do is we'll take a quick break. We'll talk about the podcast. We'll talk about mental health. We'll talk about fitness. Why it's so important. Things that she's working on that I really want to support and help out. And what's going on in DC because she's on the scene. We'll be right back with these messages. When you give to United Way, your gift could be the first spark of something bigger. It can help provide nutritious food for a family in need. Because eating healthy shouldn't be a luxury. It can help someone with housing challenges and be a catalyst for a new beginning. Because a safe space to call home is the foundation for building a better future. Give today. Spark something bigger. OpenWorks is Baltimore's largest makerspace, offering access to tools ranging from 3D printers to welder and training in how to use them. OpenWorks also offers affordable studio space, a coffee shop, and fun-free events throughout the year. But OpenWorks is more than a public workshop. It's a community of creative professionals, students, seniors, entrepreneurs, and makers of all kinds. Check out the website at www.openworksbmore.org or Instagram at open underscore works underscore bmore for class schedules, membership options, and more. The No Picks After Dark podcast is proudly partnered with Maggie's Farm, located at 4341 Hartford Road. 
Mackey's Farm offers a unique dining experience with delicious handcrafted cocktails and mouth-watering cuisine. From falafels to scallops and everyone's favorites, honey sriracha cauliflower wings. Open for dinner from 4 p.m. until 10 p.m. Tuesday through Saturday and for brunch Saturday from 11 a.m. to 3 p.m. and Sunday from 11 a.m. to 4 p.m. with delectable chicken and waffles, shrimp and grits, biscuits and gravy, and more. Check out Maggie's Farm on Instagram and Facebook for daily and weekly food specials. All right, folks, we are back with Miss Karen Plummer. Thank you for coming to Baltimore again. Yes. Thank you so much. Uh, I mean, I'm learning so much about you. Folks, this is the first time we met. So this is like, like in, this is in real life, you know? And we've been messaging back and forth for the last month or two, and we finally made it happen. So thank you, because you said something very important. You're very, very busy. You have a lot of things going on. And what, I, before we got on the, on, the, on the video, I said, time, you can never get back. Mm -hmm. And I don't want to waste anybody's time. So we try to make sure we equate people's time and make sure it's worth it. Yeah, I mean, you're busy too. Let's not <laughs> let's not pretend I'm the only busy person in the room. I honestly overextend myself probably. Um, it's something that I work on often, uh, especially when it comes to like how I kind of ground myself, what my morning routines look like, what my nightly routines look like. I mean, I know we were just talking about talking about mental health, but like this is this is a large portion of it is just trying to make sure that you don't burn yourself out, which I'm sure you can. You just brought it up now. So yeah. we're, we're going to slide right into that. Let's do it. Mental health. So. Mental health for you, I mean, like, it comes in different ways. People, you know, I go to a therapist, um, and, you know, I love, it's my it's probably the happiest part of the week is going to my therapist because there's a lot of stuff I have to get off my brain mm -hmm. that, you know, that's not judgmental. How has mental health helped you out, like, as far as what you yeah. have gone through? I love that you're asking that question. Um, first and foremost, I think mental health is something we don't talk about enough, like as a society. Like I think we're talking about it more now because we all just went crazy for the last like two and a half years. Um, but I really, my journey with like focusing on mental health actually happened. Um, <laughs> this podcast is just gonna be about my losses, but um, I lost my brother to drug addiction. I lost him to a heroin overdose and immediately leaned into fitness as a means of trying to like heal that pain. Um, I led into yoga really, really heavily because it was a place where I could get quiet, kind of like build a community um, around people had no clue that I had lost my brother to overdose, right? So I was trying to find a space where people weren't constantly giving me their sympathies and um, condolences. And uh, that was great. But that was only um, kind of giving back to me in a physical way. It wasn't giving back to me holistically. It was going to be giving back like partially to like quieting my mind. Um, so honestly, I waited until probably 2019 to really lean into actual therapy for myself, like personal therapy for myself. I think I've given so much time and energy to other people that I constantly felt myself moving in and out of burnout. And I wasn't listening to the people that were saying, Hey, what are you doing to fill your own cup? Um, because as a person in fitness, so I mentioned this, I teach yoga. Um, teaching yoga is a blessing because it is something that gave back to me so much when I was going through what I was going through with my brother's passing, but you're putting yourself out there in any capacity as a fitness instructor, you're constantly putting yourself out there and you're giving away your energy. And you said that about time, the same is actually true for energy. You don't get any of your energy back ever as one thing you'll never get back. Right. Mm. Like time. Yeah. You don't get it back, but like there is time that comes back and resets at the, but your energy does not reset. Right. Unless mm. you do something to kind of fill it up and reset it itself. So I leaned into therapy really hard in 2019 and have been, you know, 
going twice a week, once a week, whatever it is and whatever works, um, sense. So I love that you go to therapy. I think that's so important, especially as a man. Good for you. Like, so it's, a stig- it's a stigma that a lot of black men have. I will tell you just from yeah. me growing up, you know, I've, you know, it's, it's a stigma and I, and I encourage a lot of my friends to go. So, you know, for take you. time for yourself because nobody's going to care about you, but you and, and they, everybody can cheer you on, but it's mentally, um, it's kind of like I, I, I always tell people the Michael Jackson song, the man in the mirror, or that's that's who you have the answer to. That's who, it's all that fake facade. It's every day you look in the mirror, you got to take care of that person. Yep. And so that's why it's very important. So thank you for sharing you about have? the mental health aspect of things. So let's talk about your podcast. Sure. All right. So it started in February. Yes. And you're, the one, one thing that really caught my eye about your podcast was community. Community, community, community. Also, you talk. We talk a little bit offline. Be entrepreneurs, and that's something like a little bit the lines that I do certain things and whatnot. And that really catches my ear. And you really have some really good conversations with so many diverse groups of people. Yes. And that's what I really liked about your show. And I recommend people to check your show out. And we'll drop all those tags and stuff a little bit later. But tell us about the podcast. Tell us about the name, how yeah. it came from. I know we talked a little bit about that, but a little bit about that. And how do you select your guests and entrepreneurs and community? How does it all go with your podcast? Yeah, it's funny. I actually was having, this actually starts a little bit before February, right? In, in November, October, November, I was feeling like very, of the year prior to February, I was, I was really like counting my blessings. I felt like how I was in a good place. Like I had been teaching these yoga classes, um, in DC every month to raise money for various nonprofit organizations. And we can talk about this more if you want, but I was just feeling very empowered by the community that was around me. Um, I was kind of looking around and seeing all the different people that I was able to affiliate with. Um, and I had met and all this, and I was just feeling really inspired. I remember having a conversation with my dad about it. And, um, then my dad passed obviously in December and it was like, like everything stops, like your whole world stops. Right. And you're just like, I don't know if I have any of this left in me to give. Um, January rolls around. I kind of take time again to reset, you know, focus on myself. I was not in a great place. And then I finally was like, I need this. Like I need something creative to do. I need to celebrate the thing. The people that have been celebrating me are kind of like lifting me back up. So I had like a little two-way conversation with a friend of mine who um, has been really instrumental to me just with regards to um, celebrating not only the podcast, but also celebrating the community events that I've been doing with yoga. And he's just been such an unbelievable um, person, support system in my life. And we were spitballing the name, like I said, uh, and ended up on Driven By because this is reality is what you're passionate about and what your purpose is in life typically come together in my opinion based off of what drives you what gets you out of bed every day why do you do what you do I mean for me it's community you're gonna get annoyed with that word I say it all the time (laughs) if you have a conversation with me it's like Karen and community are the same um and that's that's ultimately how we how, how I landed on um, deciding to move forward with it, right? And what I've been able to do is I've been able to pull in, and I appreciate you calling out the diversity in it. It was unintentional. Like I've just been able to pull in people that have inspired me truly in one way or another, or have lifted me up and helped me become more myself, or help me be more grounded in what I do on a daily basis. Um, so. 
you know, when people call that out or when people are like, ah, oh, you know, I think I love the most about your show is that like, it's not just all men. It's not just all women. It's not just all black, white, you know, thank you. That's my community. So episode one is about me. Um, you get a grounding sensation of like who I am, why I do all the things I do. And then I feel like it all just makes sense from there. You don't have to listen to them in order, but <laughs> you know, no, I always like, I like when I listen to podcasts, the first thing I look at, who are the guests? Yeah. Because when the whole George Floyd incident happened real quick, I remember a lot of white podcasters reached out to me. Can I, can I, I want to be, what are you, what are your thoughts? Da, da, da. And one of the first things I did was I looked at your roster. Yeah. And if you don't have any black people or brown people on the show, I'm not going to be your token one. And that happened more, probably more than you would think, but it happens. And so I always look at the roster, look at who's on, who's not, does it fit what I'm talking about? So again, you have a very good roster. I always ask podcasters this. Do you find that the people you interview are a piece of who you are? I think so. Period. Period. Yeah, I think so. I, I wouldn't have people on the show that I don't think are a, piece, a little piece, right? Yeah, a little piece. A little piece of who I am. Right. Um, some people are huge pieces of who I am. Like, you can listen to the show, and I I have my one of my boxing trainers on there. This man is hilarious, like, very big personality and, like, you know, really loves himself and bless this man. It's his birthday. You know, whatever. <laughs> He's He's just, he's an interesting human being. And if you don't know him, you can't absorb him the way that I absorb him. But you have no idea how much he's built me up. Wow. Like, right. And then there's other people that I know, you know, less than that. But that person absolutely has done something in my life. I would not have people in, on the show that I don't think I can attach to, can be a part of me, and maybe can be a part of the person listening on the other side. So if somebody's listening first time, watching this on YouTube, what would you say your show is about total? Like if I, you just sell your show right now, how would you tell them? I mean, I think it's a conversation about the intersection between passion and purpose and ultimately what drives entrepreneurs, risk takers and change makers. I know that's the elevator pitch, but like that is true. Um, it is people that have had impact on my life that I believe can have an impact on yours. All right. So you have some real cool stuff coming up. All right, so, and I wanted to talk a little bit about this, and this episode will drop right before this happens. You guys, you, you, like, you know, you following your, your IG is like a workout in itself. So <laughs> I'm sitting there like, damn, and I'm like eating like a brownie, like, damn, I don't want to put this down the ground. But Eat you your know, brownie. <laughs> well, you know, I mean, I'm like, damn, I don't even want to eat this. I got to get up and do a couple of sit-ups and jump. I don't know, but you are really big into fitness and health, yes. okay? And you are training for a boxing match. Which, to me, I'm going to tell you right now, I got hit in the face one time and never again. Like, I can't have this porcelain broken ever again. But you're boxing. Like, that's some badass shit right there. How did you get into boxing? Why did you want to do a boxing fight for charity? Like, what's that all about? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you and everyone else is asking the same question because I am a yoga instructor and a very peaceful person. Right. I, I let bugs out the window like I don't hit kill no <laughs> but you about to get smacked in I the know. face um <laughs> I honestly Haymakers for Hope is such a cool organization okay. um they do uh, boxing matches up and down the east coast uh and the goal is to raise money and awareness for cancer research and ultimately to help us KO cancer right okay. and um I was 
reached out to you, very similar to the way you reached out to me, hit up on my DMs by somebody I had not ever interfaced with ever um, that shared their they were pumped by what they had seen me do with the yoga community in terms of raising money and awareness about various nonprofit organizations. It's clear that I have a passion for trying to trying to raise money, and you are required to raise seventy five hundred dollars for um, haymakers in order to participate. So it's a challenge already. Um, and then on top of that, I've been boxing since twenty summer of twenty twenty. Listen, mm. when our city streets were being filled with um, protests and Trump was the president and there was a lot going on in DC and I needed something to like focus my energy on. That wasn't me moving through an upward facing dog and a downward facing dog. Right. So I led into boxing really heavily and, um, I've just seen so much growth in myself through the sport itself. I'm still learning a ton, uh, that I had this opportunity arise. It's on my birthday, the fight in DC at Anthem. Uh, if you're familiar with Anthem, it has enough space for 7,500 people to be in it. So okay. biggest stage I'm probably ever going to perform on. Um, and so I said, yes. And it just felt like, I don't know. It felt like God was like, all right, you like to give, do in service to others, like step up to something that you're passionate about, like step into the ring, serve it up. And my dad used to make fun of me all the time about like the boxing thing. He's like, what are you going to do with that? You're never going to hit anybody. And so He'll be there and he'll be looking down and, uh, you know, hopefully I step out of the ring victorious, but we'll see what happens. No shame. Otherwise I've raised money for an awesome cause and my whole community will be there to celebrate it. Yeah. Do you know who you're fighting? Um, <laughs> this is the, the question I will know next week. Um, so I know that this episode is going to air later, but I will know next week. Um, I have a pretty good inkling at this point. I'm five foot four and like one seventeen. There's only other one other person on the roster that's five foot four and like generally my size. So yeah, you gotta fight within your weight. Yeah, yeah you gotta yeah. fight within your weight class. So I have a pretty good idea who she is. I'm trying so hard to build up animosity towards her because I don't have that like bone in my body, but <laughs> I'm working on it um, so that I can kind of step in the ring and like at least be prepared. How many um, rounds are you guys doing? Three rounds, okay. one-minute rounds. So they're very short rounds. Still, going to happen in an instance. Listen, I've done one-minute one minute workouts and sprints. <laughs> one minute's a long damn time when it gets to 40 seconds. Yes. You're like, damn, when we not? But kudos to you doing that. Thank you. Um, that's really cool, and it's called Haymakers? Haymakers for Hope. Okay, Haymakers for Hope. Okay, so that's going to be Anthem in D.C. You have been doing – I'm going to give you flowers here. You, you did something recently with Yoga Outside mm – -hmm. Um, do, like that's really big. Do you, is that something you do every week? Something I do every month. Okay. So during COVID, I, um, like many other fitness instructors, I ended up, uh, getting like let go. Cause obviously we weren't do, teaching right. inside and that's fine. It was not my main source of income ever. Um, but one of the things that I realized is I needed to move my body. What I get from teaching is that energy exchange, right. With me being in a room with like total strangers and like mm. having them walk out and be like, thank you so much. That was amazing. And I'm like, yeah, thank you. Thank you for sharing your energy with me. And so I didn't have that anymore. And I knew people were going through a tough time. I was, oh my God, the first two weeks of COVID like quarantine, I was crazy. <laughs> crazy um and i started teaching yoga for free on instagram like live like many other people for no monies and then people were like no let us pay you let us pay you mm -hmm. for your time you're doing this consistently you're showing up and i said no i have a full-time job so many people have lost their jobs like there's so many people in need so many people so i finally 
again, same person that helped me with my podcast. I came to them. They're like my idea person and came to them and I said, listen, I really want to do something here. Like, I think I can do something with this money. And we opted to like throw ideas around. And I ended up with this idea that I could charge like a flat rate, but it would go hundred percent of the proceeds, which is go to a different nonprofit each mm. time. And it was right around the same time that we were starting to like kind of coming back into society with like windows open or outdoor situations. And CP yoga was born from that, which is my like my personal business. Um, I do a class once a month in DC um, with a different nonprofit partner each time. And hundred percent of the proceeds go directly to that organization. And the goal is just to help raise awareness about their uh, mission, help raise funds, and then obviously bring people together as a community so that they have opportunity to see the impact they're making on the org. And then hopefully the organization gets some volunteers out of it. I love that. Thank you. I love that. We're in some, I, no picks will help out some my way. So we'll figure yeah. out, just, just figure out something that you can help out and you know, whatever. I, I, I really do. That's, and that's the reason why I started the podcast. It was basically to tell the stories of the unheard, like the stories that you really don't hear about every day, that people, people are doing amazing things in this world. And, you know, I can turn on any of the Alphabet Channel stations and hear about negativity all day long. But there is a niche for people to want to know what positive things are going on in the community. Where is this money going? And I'm sure there's things in Baltimore like that. Um, but I really appreciate you telling that part of the story. Yeah. You know, being an entrepreneur, how do you feel being an entrepreneur? Like, how does that feel? Uh, I don't, I am always somebody that uh, feels like what I'm doing has value, but there are just so many other people hustling and working so much harder than I think I am. I don't know. I'm somebody that always stays humble. Um, so I love that question. Thank you. I'm not maybe attaching it to it yet. Like I'm still thinking of myself as community builder rather than entrepreneur. Okay. I don't know how else to describe it. Okay. So I would say, so where would people be able to find, um, the CPO, the yeah. the CPO, the you know the podcast, the haymaker. Like you have a lot of you got I have a lot going on. You got a lot going on. <laughs> where is there a universal spot? Yeah. Do you have a website that we could look up where you could plug that and like you know salute and just kind of bring some more light on what you got going on? Yeah. So the best place to find all of my links is through my personal Instagram, um, which is care. E-A-R-E underscore plumber. I took off the N. The whole Karen debacle of 2021 <laughs> threw me off. Um, <laughs> my name's spelled with a C, so it makes it a little bit better. But yeah, so care underscore plumber. And then there's a link in my bio that has all my links. Um, you can always uh, find out more information about Haymakers there. You can find out what my monthly class and where it's located. If you're in the D.C. area or if you want to take the drive in, if you're in the Baltimore area, I would love to have you. Um but yeah, everything's there. You can see some of the nonprofit organizations that I like partner with. I do have a website um, for CP Yoga. I do privates, all that good stuff. If anyone's ever looking to book me, um, but yeah, I, I think the best place is just my home base, which is my my personal Instagram. See, I was an entrepreneur hustle right there. Like, if you want a private, we got you. <laughs> Whatever you need, we got you. We, we got you covered. I love that. I love it. So I always do something really fun in every episode. It's called speed round. Yes, just random questions, Let's and do it. we go from there. Okay. So crab cakes or crabs. Oh, crabs. Okay. Snowball or ice cream? Ice cream. For wings, flats or drums? I'm a drums girl. Drums? Yeah. Not flat? No. I like Okay. All right. All right. All right. Well, I like to well, bite them. I get it. I get it. I get it. All right. Speed round. Speed round. Ranch or blue cheese? Uh, ranch. Okay. All right. All right. All right. You're throwing me off here. Okay. Um, a good book or a good movie? Uh, a good movie. What's one of your top favorite movies? One of your favorite movies? 
My favorite movie is Bull Durham, which okay. is an oldie, big time. <laughs> okay. And what inspires you every day? Community. I mean, it's literally my, it's my drive, right? It's the community around me. It's the community that I get to interface with every single day. I am very routined. I go to the same, like where I plan my workouts out that Sunday night, right? And I know I'm going to see the same community there every single day. I know that the people I come to work with are the exact same community I'm going to come to work with. And I want to be able to give back and inspire that community and have an impact on that community every day. Um, I know that when I leave my front door in the morning, I'm going to see the same concierge that are at my, you know, uh, apartment and then the folks out on the streets. And I don't know, the sounds, the smells. I love DC so much. I don't know if that's come through. Um, it's home uh so that community inspires me every single day well thank you <laughs> thank you for coming on no picks or dark show yeah. uh again you guys can check me at www.nopicks no with p-i-x after dark.com no picks after dark on ig twitter tiktok are you on tiktok i'm not okay all right are you what so are you on are you on are you on twitter <laughs> I am quietly. Quiet. Okay, no, yeah, okay, I get it. I'm on I get TikTok it. quietly. I'm on Twitter quietly. I choose to stay away from more things that will distract me. I think I give enough to Instagram, Instagram Reels. I'm good. Got you. Got <laughs> you. Got you. Well, thank you for coming down. Actually, coming up 95 North. Yeah. And hanging out in Charm City. And, you know, hopefully, you know, we showed love while you're here. And, you know, just please... Don't be a stranger to the show. I would love to hop on your show, hopefully. I want you on the show. I would love to see, you know, if, if you have time. Oh, you got yes. a lot of things going on. <laughs> but thank you so much, Ms. Karen, for coming on the show. We really appreciate it. Let's highlight what you have going on, the positive impact, the things you're doing in the community, because that's what it's all about, helping each other out, time and need. We really appreciate it. Salute to you. Thank you. And thank you for all that you have been doing to build up Baltimore and to share all the good things that are happening, not just here, but broadly. But also, thank you for your support and all the kindness that you've shown me just with regards to my podcast and my, you know, operations. Podcast the community. I'm bringing it back. <laughs> exactly. Hey, <laughs> folks. Love, peace, we're out. Baltimore Fiscal Partners is a boutique CPA firm specializing in accounting and consulting services for nonprofits, small businesses, and with experience running nonprofits and small businesses, they know that there's not always enough time at the end of the day for you to focus on your finances, whether it's monthly bookkeeping or an annual audit, tax preparation, or consulting, nonprofit or small business. Baltimore Fiscal Partners provides full range or tailored solutions that keep your goals and budget in mind. Learn more about Baltimore Fiscal Partners online at BaltimoreFiscal.com or follow them at Baltimore Fiscal on Facebook and Instagram.